You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. I mean, I think that's great that you're still getting life out of it. Out of it. You know, I think it's awesome that you made I it get some no more idea. business. I had no idea. I had no idea. You make it some more business because of the deal. But I just want you to be careful because if someone sends you an email asking you to paint their ferret, <laughs> I'm just saying it may not be 100% what you think that is. It wasn't one. It was multiple ones. Multiple ferrets. Multiple, multiple ferrets. ferrets. It was, it was uh, precisely four ferrets. I would like you to paint my multiple ferrets, please. <laughs> four ferrets, one picture, Greg. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to charge a lot for that. Yeah. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. So we've got a ton of stuff to get to here uh, today, and we'll, we'll come back to the, uh, to the ferret. To the ferret painting. If, if that's what it is. Uh, <laughs> it is. I don't even know what else it could sound like. Maybe well, I don't have as filthy of a mind as you I'm do. I'm just saying there's a, lot of, uh, there's a lot of things open for interpretation on that. Okay. So we'll, we'll come back to that in a minute. Do you want to remind everybody, of course, that the Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary party is coming up on November 14th. November 14th oh. of this year, 2014, at the Bossa Nova Ballroom right here in Portland, Oregon. We've heard from people flying from all over the country, literally all over the country that are coming in for this. And we want to see you there but you got to get a ticket. So funemploymentradio.com. Tickets are 10 bucks. That's it. This is five years of work going into this thing. I mean, to, to make this uh, show happen. And we are so excited to see you guys, hang out with you, party with you. If you've listened to this show at all, if you've gotten some value out of entertainment listening to the show, this is how you can... Uh, this would really mean a lot to us. It would mean a lot. Come. Yeah, come, come and hang out. Oh, we wanted to give you plenty of warnings, so it's like a month and a half away. Yeah. And yeah, if you want to just and pick up your ticket, forget about it, and then be ready on the 14th, because they are selling. They are selling. So just wanted to let you know. And that's the thing. So we want to make sure that you get your ticket, funemploymentradio.com. Click on that link, pick up your ticket right now, and uh, just get that uh, get that done with. We would appreciate it greatly, because there's going to be a lot of stuff happening, including... The fact that Courage is going to be playing. Courage. Courage will be playing. And uh, I think maybe I should do a little bit of a... Talk a little bit, too, about what what happened over the weekend here for me. So... It was a big weekend for you. It was a big weekend. (laughs) And on top of that, um, we did play a little bit of Courage at this thing. Oh, were you preparing? Was it like a practice a little bit? It was kind of like a practice. I'm realizing... Because two out of three of the Courage members were at Ricketts Fest, right? We're at Ricketts Fest. Mm -hmm. So Ricketts Fest occurred this last weekend. Please don't describe it again. It's a gathering of men in the oh woods where we play god. a game called Ricketts, a Gosh. royal game. Oh my god. This has been happening. I'm uh, so happy it's over so I don't have to hear about it again for we, another year. We realize it's been happening for like 14 years now. But it started off with excuses for uh, for like bachelor parties. Like the first two years were bachelor parties. Both of those marriages are done. And then it, then it proceeded to be like <laughs> a birthday party. Then it was like my bachelor party. That one's done. So and then then, then we just so decided. So Ricketts is the curse of bachelor parties. Then yeah. we just decided eh, we don't need a bachelor party or birthdays to have Ricketts Fest. So we just decided to do that. And Ricketts, of course, is the name See, of the so game. See, so it's better when there are no women involved. Because by you know a bachelor party, you are celebrating a union with them and a woman. That's how that's how it all started was without uh, without women because it was a bachelor party. So then we just kind of continued that, that theme so we could have that kind of a party once a year. Sure. And uh, anyway, we went up into the middle of the woods and did this. I've got a few stories about that that I that I can tell. And uh, one of the things I was we were we were practicing some courage. And I am not. Uh, I'm, I've got to start practicing. I've got to start practicing. I have to say, some of the other uh, the other fellas up there knew the lyrics to Courage better than I did. Uh, so I'm sorry. I didn't on- you 
write yeah. the lyrics yeah, to I, the Courage songs? All right, I was just just double checking. Yeah, I wrote them. I just don't play them. You know, once every like couple of years or three years when we when we get together and play. So uh, so so I, I do need to uh, I do need to. All right, it's being asked, on, on Greg. That. Just uh, since people since this is the last time we're going to be talking about Ricketts Fest until next year. <laughs> oh, thank God. Um, how many people? What would you say the ratio of people in relationships or married or have boyfriend girlfriend to single people? Art right, Ricketts. Is it about fifty fifty? Um, I'd have to let's see. Uh, well, Derek's married. Um, Gav, Gavin's married. Nate's. Uh, it's about fifty fifty. Fifty fifty. Fifty fifty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. About fifty fifty. I would say on that. All right. So you know, it is. It's. It's. Uh, it was just a curiosity. Everyone just wanted yeah, to see if it sure was like all single or all married. What you're trying or, to imply here with this? Uh, I don't know where the. the I, I believe that people were just curious. Just curious to see out of it. Who you know? What kind of life do people have? You know, who are participating mm-hmm. in? Well, all kinds best. of lives, Sarah. All kinds of people. People from all kinds of different fields. All walks of, of life. All walks of life and mm-hmm. uh, forms of employment and all kinds of things. Uh, and Tim's married too. So actually, maybe it's maybe it's more than fifty percent. Oh man, that makes. That makes me in the minority on that one. Uh oh. All right. Um, so anyway, <laughs> uh, the, it uh, it was uh, it was a fantastic time. I'm glad you came back. So I, I did check his ears. He did not split his earlobe in half no. as I did when last time I went camping. I will say this: I was not really the one who drew first blood. You know, I did uh, I did get cut. Um, there was an, um, an last incident. year. I think you had more scrapes on you. I, I fell down more last year. You fell down more. Okay. I wasn't the one falling down this year. That um, that one actually uh, that happened to be Gavin. Gavin was Gavin fell down. He um, this was this was the worst thing. And I will say this honestly, since Jason is a, a Jason is a paramedic, mm-hmm. so we have our own paramedic up there to like take care of things That's when we pretty when good. we have some falls. You drink a little bit when you're at this kind of thing, and oh, you just, walk around just in the a woods. Tiny bit, I'm sure. Just a bit, just for two days straight, and then uh, and and Gavin had a fall. I mean, he scraped the shit out of his knee. Like it's an entire <laughs> layer of skin off of his knee. I won't go into it too much, but it. it it was okay, but it was bleeding a lot. And so we had Jason kind of like taking care of it and, you know, just telling us what to do and like clean it up, pour some Bactine on it and all that stuff. But here's the thing, though, that Kenny did. Now, of course, Kenny B of Fun Employment Radio fame. Now, I don't know if you guys know, we're pulling back the curtain a little bit, but Greg and Kenny and I are actually friends. We actually are. Mm. Outside of You get to see Kenny more than I do, though. Because yeah. cause Kenny always goes on your annual man trip and mm-hmm. I don't get to see him then. Yep. But how how did he do? How does he do around other? Uh, oh, Kenny other does guys? good. Does yeah. he do good? Yeah, yeah. He does. Right. He does good. I mean, he's still a shit apple. But I mean, we're all kind of shit apples up there for, over the weekend, so it's it kind of matches in. He's not the shittiest of apples, you know. So there's 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 people that were more of a shit apple. Were you the shittiest of apples? No, no, wasn't me either. All right, no, wasn't me. How would you know if you're the one dictating who is the shittiest of shit apples? Um, you just can tell. You can there's tell. There's a general consensus. There's always the one. There's always the one. Okay. Yeah. There's a. There, I would say not necessarily always the one. I mean, it kind of kind of rotates a little bit back and forth, but sometimes sometimes there is. So anyway, Gavin fell and uh, scraped his knee, and. Here's what Kenny did. Kenny, I th- I think in his mind he thought he was helping to stop the bleeding on oh, the wound. God. All right, why don't you tell me what he did, and I'll let you know whether or not he was trying to help. Kenny happened to have a container of sea salt that he proceeded to dump onto the wound, thinking it would coagulate it and stop the bleeding. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't there a phrase that says, you know, like rubbing salt in the wound? Yeah. Like how that's yeah. horrible? Yeah. It's extremely painful. <sighs> extremely painful. Uh, how did uh, how did Gavin take that? Oh, uh, well, is you know. Is Kenny still intact? Kenny is still intact because uh, Gavin was uh, Gavin was still sitting at the time. 
and uh, he was he was numbed a bit from the uh, from the uh, whiskey that he had. Uh, let's see, it's yeah, being asked, did Kenny get punched in the chode for that? He was out of reach by that point, so and, oh, and Gavin couldn't move Kenny. quick enough. Kenny, but yeah, it didn't it didn't go over too well, but it did. Uh, I will say, it did stop the bleeding. It stopped it, and uh, you know, and then it was then it was okay. Then we dumped some more bactine on it, but uh, the pain was. That From what I understand, pretty pretty intense. It was pretty intense pain. Oh man! So that did uh, that did happen. Kenny is not allowed anyone around anyone ever now that has a scrape. I'm worried because Gavin, I know, has a. You and Gavin are very similar. He has a long memory. Yes, he does, and he knows how to hold a grudge. Oh yeah, next. I'm just kind of nervous for the listener party on November 14th. Get your tickets now at funemploymentradio.com. Yes, indeed. where Kenny will be there on stage, and Gavin will be there as well. Oh, oh yeah, Kenny Gavin's going to have a couple of drinks. Kenny better beware. I cannot believe Kenny did that. Gavin's huge. Yeah, yeah. And Kenny's just a spindly little nerd. Yeah. What the fuck was he thinking? I don't know. I don't know. It was it was uh it was it was it was insane. Not probably what you should have done. That is exactly what you should not have done. <laughs> wow, Kenny. But it, yeah, it did stop the bleeding. So in that way it did work. The next day he was he was surprised at himself too. He's like, "I can't believe I did that." Why did I do that? I'm like, well, you did it. You dumped a lot of it on there. It was a lot too. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. Oh, it was a lot. God. Yeah. So anyway, that's just one of the incidents. But overall, though, everything went fantastic. We hung out by an awesome river up in the middle of Washington. I'm not going to say where because I don't want people to know exactly where. Oh, so you're you're keeping. I'm guarding my areas. Guarding my areas. Well, there's a I whole. I hope you area guarded now. your areas during Ricketts Fest. You always guard your area. Uh, so there's. Uh, you know, there's a big fire that's going on here in Oregon right now, like near Portland, which is going to eliminate a lot of uh, camping areas for a while. Unfortunately, that really, really sucks. But uh, I luckily know some other areas that people don't, so I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna kind of keep them secret. I'll say they're up in Washington. What? Why? Why are you giving this look of disgust? Towards I don't me? know because I think it's kind of selfish. You mean for your you sound be... was just disgusting? Like the lack of sound you had was just disgusting. Because I think it's very selfish for you to be sitting there bragging about what an amazing camping spot you found, and then why? Now that there are other ones that aren't available in Oregon, you found some place in Washington, and you're like, "But I'm not going to tell you." Well, yeah, but we worked really hard at finding these spots. Did you? Yeah. Or did you just kind of drive around and find some place like that? Looked good. Well, there's river there. That's how you work really hard at finding on, spots on rocks. <laughs> that's exactly how you do it. You drive up there and then you just uh, you, you you have to do some some searching. And we found a pretty good spot. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna guard it. I'm gonna guard that spot because I don't want people to know about it unless uh, if maybe if you email me I'll let you know. But um, with that though, it's it's one of those things too where you go through all the small towns up there, which Oregon and Washington. For people that just move here, it's not Portland and Seattle. The states of Oregon and Washington are much bigger than that. They're very vast. Very vast. It's the Northwest Territory. Not everybody in Oregon is like they are in Portland. Not everybody in Washington is like they are in Seattle. There's surprisingly a large number of people that don't live in those cities and live in small towns throughout the giant states that are there. But they are uh, sometimes the smaller town people. They And I know because I grew up in a small town. They don't always necessarily like the people. You sound a little defensive. You're like, we exist. We exist in small towns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not just the big city folk. Exactly. Us little folk exist as well. Exactly. Well, you know, everything gets painted as Oregon is Portland and Washington is Seattle. And there's there's more to it than that. God dang it. So that's that's my country language. So, Gee willikers. But you drive through some of these smaller towns and uh, they they don't necessarily um, uh, always like 
Portland people. Like, there's always a, you can just kind of tell a little bit. How the, can they tell you're a Portland person? Oh, uh, you can tell just by by the fact that you're coming out there, by the fact that you have your truck full of stuff. I mean, I've got Portland on my license plate cover thing. I mean, all right, it's, it's pretty obvious. So they can tell you're up to no good. It's pretty obvious where somebody's coming from. Yeah, I would say that's that's pretty pretty fair. And so, uh, you know, you, you just kind of gotta just gotta be gotta go back to my country roots. And hang out with that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and then take care of that. I won't go into it too much. I was going to go off on that one for a minute, but I'll just say uh, it, it is what it is. Small town folks, you know, uh, you know how to communicate with them. Well, did that, even though you through here a little fast here, aren't you? <laughs> so, did you meet any small town folks? Oh, uh, you just yeah, you did. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, especially there's a there's a woman who guards one of the bridges. Uh, she was very what? nice. Yeah, there's a pay bridge you got to go over. There's a toll bridge. Is she like a troll that's like guarding She's, the bridge? No, she was a very nice lady. Um, she was very much a local. I will say that. And she oh, I'm sorry, when you say there was a there was a woman guarding the bridge, it makes true. her sound like a magical troll. She's she, she's the bridge guard. She stands there, and then you got to give her a dollar. You can't go on. I, although I don't know what she would do if you just drove off. I, I don't really know how they would stop you, but I gave her the dollar anyway. <laughs> Wait, so it was a dollar? Yeah, it's one dollar to cross. Does she just stand? I'm really, I'm really fascinated by this. There's so this a, woman just stands in the middle of the woods. No, no, she's not in the middle of the woods. There's a, there's a bridge. It crosses the Columbia River. Okay. And there's a toll booth there. There's with a woman in it, and just kind of, you throw her a dollar, and you be on your way. Does she have to like lift something? No, I don't even think there's anything to she's lift. She's just sitting at the bridge it's a saying, trust you've got to give me a dollar. It's a trust system, basically, because I don't think they do have the uh, the bars that come down. It's just uh, it's just there. You just give her a dollar, and they trust you to stop. It's like 50 cents if you're on a motorcycle or something, and then it's like a scale, like all the way up to like $2, I think, for a big truck. Huh. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've never been on a strange the, bridge where you have to pay. The toll booth lady, you throw her a buck. Oh, is she in a booth or is she just kind of standing there? No, she's in a booth. She's in a booth. Yes, being, things are being shown in the chat. Thou shall not pass. You know, it's not like she's out there doing that. It's just, uh, yeah, yeah. She, you give her, you give her a buck. Well, it I mean, makes her really happy say, too. Though. She's always, she's really happy when you give her the dollar. She's like, thank you so much. Well, you help, you know, giving back to to their local economy. Yeah, that's a very yeah. nice thing that you I've, were. That, <laughs> it's not like you're doing it out of the kindness of your heart. Like you have to. No. So no. it's not like you're. I did feel bad. Back. I did feel bad too on the way back that I didn't. I I didn't realize my wallet was actually stuffed in a bag somewhere and in, in all my stuff. So I didn't have any cash like on hand, but I have my old dirty change section, and I had to pick through and find some dirty dimes. They were like there was like I think they're they were, stuck together. Yeah, they were like stuck together. So I was like trying to like chip them off and take them off, and there's like dog hair on one of them. So I just handed her this gross pile of dimes, but she was still happy. Well, like, you well, paid. You money much. is money, no matter how sticky or hairy it is. Yeah, it was kind of gross, though. I was, yeah. I was a little bit embarrassed by that, but then I just, I just drove off. Mm-hmm. I didn't really, I didn't. All right, I so you paid the troll, to, or the yeah, the toll. I did. I did. I paid the troll. The bridge toll. toll. I did. <laughs> Got to play the tr- pay the troll toll. <laughs> I did indeed. Yes. So it was, uh, it was fantastic. I did take some pictures that I'll uh, post up because I had my Metro PCS phone there. Awesome. Metro PCS, fine sponsor, Fun Employment Radio, of course. MetroPCS.com slash Metro. You can find a location near you. And, that uh, was seamless, Greg. Thank you very much. Seamless. Took some pictures. I'll, I'll get some pictures up. I'll, I'll post some of them. 
Um, there's some there's some pretty funny ones, so we'll we'll have some of those up. But yeah, Metro PCS sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. They are fantastic sponsors of us, and you can go to metropcs.com/slash/metro and find a location near you. Forty dollars flat rate, unlimited everything, um, up to a sixty dollar plan that's unlimited and unthrottled, like for everything. Mm. So it's no matter what, you're saving a whole bunch of money. And metropcs.com. I like the unthrottled. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Unthrottled. So I thought you couldn't show pictures of Ricketts Vest. No, what do you mean? Why, why I don't know. I, I thought pictures? that you guys kept it like secret or something. There's not. There's nothing going on that's not... No, you can show pictures. Okay, good. Because I want to see some pictures of what all of you idiots look like in the woods. Uh, I don't know. We mm-hmm. kind of look like we are here now, only dirtier. <laughs> that's that's many, basically it. Dirtier and full of hot dogs and beer. Well, I mean, you eat a lot of hot dogs. I, I mean, I eat hot dogs. They're delicious. You get the cheese-filled kind. Hot dogs are delicious. Hot dogs are delicious, and then you drink, and then you drink beer. You I don't know. I don't know what's at, confusing about this. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just. Clarifying. I don't know why you're you looking at me that way. Eat a lot of hot way. dogs at, at Ricketts Fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I do. So many. Hot I do dogs. eat a lot of hot dogs at Ricketts Fest. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm, so many. Hmm. Well, anyway. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. So that was my camping weekend. It was. Well, fantastic. I get to make fun of you if you're making fun of me for having a possible job opportunity. Okay. Yeah. Let's get back to this. Let's get back to this. At the beginning of the story. So, beginning of the show. <laughs> so, Sarah. Sarah and I, of course, this is our full-time job doing Fun Employment Radio, but then sometimes we do some some side work as well. Mm-hmm. And we each have some of our things, and one of them was Sarah was part of this show. Maybe you can explain I the can show. I can explain it. So okay. it was actually, it was I, I just was calculating, it was about three years ago, because I remember because it was the week, like before or after my sister got married, and she's getting ready to celebrate her three-year anniversary tomorrow, which congratulations, Heather and Michael. Uh, anyway... So I went to Seattle because uh, that's where one of the hubs are for, like, uh, the Biography Channel. And they do, like, a bunch of those shows, like, you know, like, the top ten most hated people and, you know, like, top richest, you know, people under 30 and, like, do those kind of shows. Or, like, they also have, like, the same company did, like, Hoarders for TLC or, like, uh, like those kind of shows. Okay. So this place, this company that I worked for, uh, my friend Michelle used to work for it. And they were looking for, like, a talking head person to come in and talk about... The most a show for the Biography Channel, which I honestly don't know if it exists anymore. I'm not sure if it's still on the air. I'm not sure. Yeah, because uh, I, I think be I had heard I that know. it wasn't. Um, anyway, so the Biography Channel, and they had a show that they do it, that annually called you know the top ten most hated celebrities of blank whatever year. So they needed one more top person. ten most hated celebrities. Most hated. Most hated by who? I don't know by like people. Okay. Yeah, and so uh, so my friend Michelle is like, hey, you know, you've worked in media. Do you want to come and do this, and we can like get you all made up and stuff? I'm like, totally want to do that. Yeah. So I went to Seattle, uh, went to where where they were filming, and I got to sit in front of you know like a bookshelf and like uh-huh. a plant and a lamp. Right. Yeah, you know, and like all like it looks Making very it look like, smart behind me. Look like you're in your study talking I about the most like hated celebrities. I am in my study, and. Uh, so anyway, so this was in 2011. This was in like October of 2011 that I filmed this, and it, it aired a couple times. I heard from some people who were just like, "Holy shit, did I just see you on the Biography Channel? That's crazy!" Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Haven't thought anything of it. About once or twice a year. Now, real quick, who were the most hated celebrities? It was. Let me tell you this. It was outdated even for 2011. Yeah. Seriously, I remember one of them was. Uh, so this is in 2011. One of them was Heidi Fleiss. Yeah, wasn't she? I mean, Heidi Fleiss was like she was like a mad, yeah, like so long yeah. ago. Do people even even know who Heidi Fleiss is anymore? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, uh, even another three one years ago. Um, another one was Howard Stern. Yeah, no, 
I mean, I suppose maybe there are people that still don't like Howard Stern, but I mean, that still doesn't even seem relevant. No, it wasn't relevant. And like another one was, I think, uh, Spencer Pratt, who I've talked about before, who was on the maybe. show The Hills or one of them. I remember that guy. He was he was a jackass, although, again, maybe still outdated even for 2011. But so these were the type of people that they were listing out. This is. Okay. And then like like Octomom or something like that. And or- Octomom. That yeah. I got to talk on Ectomom. So anyway, uh, basically what I was is I like there were other there were like comedians on there who were like doing all of their stuff, and then they needed basically someone to come in and like read all of the parts uh-huh. that hadn't been read yet. Okay. So what they did is they give you so scripts. the filler parts, but yeah, like filler parts. So I'm still like in there with everybody else, and they'll be like Sarah X Dillon. It, it, it said Sarah X Dillon, radio host. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> And uh, so, like, if they're like, all right, well, we, we need someone to say this about Octomom, but it hasn't been said yet. Can you go ahead and do this? And so it's one of those things. So they where, gave you the lines? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they give you the lines. This is behind-the-scenes stuff, guys. Yeah. Well, like, we were talking about how the guys on Pawn Stars piss me off because they try to pretend like they know everything that they're saying, even though they've just been fed the lines like I was. You don't know that for sure, though. Maybe they do know everything. I know it for sure. I know it 1,000% for sure. Uh, so, anyway, this is in 2011, three years ago. The celebrities that were mentioned in this were even not relevant in 2011. Uh, flash forward to this weekend where I get a couple emails from people saying that they just saw saw me talking about the most hated celebrities on TV, <laughs> which is weird, including but not limited to somebody. Well, I heard from a couple of friends who like um, who don't live. I don't know if it's airing on the West Coast, but it was like on the East Coast. They said that they saw me. They're like, were you on on TV talking about the Octomom? I'm like, oh, dear God, that was a while ago. Yeah. Anyway, I got an email, though. From this guy, who I I don't know, who doesn't know me, whose name is Sam, and he actually wrote me. He wrote me yesterday. Uh, So Sam wrote, I don't know where he's from, but Sam just wrote, Hello, I saw you on TV talking about America's top ten hated people. It looks like you paint people's pets. How much would you charge if I gave you one picture of my four ferrets, or do you only do dogs? Thanks, Sam. Okay. All right. So I don't... So Well... I mean, if this is legitimate, does he give any more information about himself? That is it. Just Sam. And then he said he saw me on America's Top Ten. So he must have like looked at my name and then looked up my website via Squarespace.com, of course. which of course makes it look very fancy, which is why he wants me to paint his four ferrets. That's why Squarespace is another wonderful sponsor of Fun Employment <laughs> Radio, Sarah. Squarespace.com makes your website look amazing, makes you look professional, and helps you personally for your business, your side business, sell dog paintings, although there are no pictures of ferrets on there to my knowledge. However... He went there and clearly saw that because Squarespace.com made you look fucking awesome. Yeah. And uh, then now you might no, be getting some side work painting ferrets. No, he was he was not a listener. I could tell because he just said, I saw you talking on, on TV talking about America's top 10 hated people. Okay. Uh, by the way, use the off code fun employment when you go to Squarespace.com to get Jesus. 10% off. So hey, we're that packing be- it all in today. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this guy, uh, strangely enough, the biography channel from an outdated thing that I did three years ago. Now might have snagged me a ferret painting. <laughs> All right, so assuming this is actually ferrets, and I think you should ask for the picture first and just be wary before. Well, and I'm going to ask for the money first if he wants me well, to take pictures of Well, let's get the ferret. picture of what exactly this is and make sure he's not trying to uh, loop in something there. No, because he said, do you paint other animals? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd still see the picture first. I mean, Sam, maybe Sam's just a very trustworthy guy, and he is—he legitimately wants you to paint a picture of his four ferrets. And if that's the case, well, if, if, assume that is the case. What, um, what will, will you do it? 
I would totally paint someone's ferrets. You'll paint four ferrets? I would paint picture? four ferrets. Wow. Yeah. Well, why not? Yeah. So, okay, there we go. I'm just saying, I, I just wanted to, it, it's just I'm very just sa- odd when you do something, because I never, uh, I don't, I'm not, I've not been on TV very much, and this is just one random thing that I spent one afternoon doing, and like, this has followed me for three years. What's crazy that the most hated celebrities of 2011 is still airing somewhere. And I know that they need filler stuff, but I mean, uh-huh. really, like, who cares who people hated in 2011? Well, it's cheap for them. <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm imagining you didn't become too wealthy off of this photo shoot, uh, nor do you get residuals on this shoot. So they can just kind of keep making money on it and selling it to people to, to like, uh, we have uh, like four hours we've got to fill over this weekend. We don't have any programming. Oh, really? Okay, for this set amount of money, I can buy 2011's most hated celebrities <laughs> and the, you know, the worst shit apples of uh, 2009 that were under 25. I'll take it. And then, then it's a package deal. You're probably Mr. sold Jenky. in the package with other things. Mr. Jenky says, keep in mind that your title on the show wasn't Pet Portraitist. Therefore, he Googled your name for other reasons. Probably masturbatory. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, if you're listening, I don't believe Mr. Jenky. I'll totally paint your ferrets for 2000 American dollars. I'll paint your ferrets. 2000 American dollars. I, I might as well just shoot for the fucking stars. Well, you kind of give away your tactic right here if you just set it on the show. $2,000? Sure. How much is it to get a dog painting done Not by you? Not that much. <laughs> <laughs> but four ferrets, that's a special bargain rate right four there. Four ferrets, that's, a, that's my ferret rate. <laughs> <laughs> ferret rates are more expensive. <laughs> okay. they're, they're complex little creatures. All right, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it was very strange. I can't believe that that's still going. Yeah, that is odd. That is odd. It is kind of embarrassing too, because when I'm there, you know, like you really have to like act like you know what you're talking about, right? Like you're really, and I'm just concerned. like, I, like I really give a fuck about Paris Hilton, right? Like, yeah, this like, you spend your you spend your days and nights thinking about Paris Hilton and why you hate her so much, <laughs> and what has she done to make me hate her? <laughs> what was it? What's an example of something you said? We all remember. Oh, I, I can't remember. It was like one of them was the Heidi Fleiss one. And they had me do Howard Stern because I did radio as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I can't remember. It, it was so embarrassing. There's, there are clips of it online. <laughs> like, I've been able to find it, and people have sent me stills and stuff. I don't know. I'll, maybe I'll find some of it at some point and see if I can find it. <laughs> but, you know, trying to sound educated about something stupid is just, <laughs> just embarrassing. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe I should do this one first. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, first up, thank you to everyone who sent me this story and to Greg, who really wanted me to play this story. Now, have you, Greg, I know you have, but of course, a young woman in Alaska is making headlines. Oh, I just, this well, I just weekend. saw this this morning. Yeah. Because obviously I was, I was out of contact with the internets over the weekend. You sure is, were. But uh, yes, I did see this one. Well, an employee uh, who works for, or worked for KTVA which is a television station in Alaska. Uh, her, she's a reporter named Charlo Green. It's in Anchorage, right? It is in Anchorage. Uh, she decided to quit on air during their broadcast that was broadcasting last night. So it was a 10 p.m. show last night. Alaska's a little ahead, right? Uh, they are behind by behind. an hour. Okay. So let's see. It's 1.25 p.m. Pacific time here in Portland. It is 12.25 up there. So uh, Charlo Green, in the middle of doing a story about talking about a medical marijuana business called the Alaska Cannabis Club, ended up admitting on air 
that she would be using all of her energy to fight for legalizing marijuana in Alaska, and she was going to be quitting her job working as a reporter on this television show. However, the way that she did it is pretty hilarious. So here, I have the audio here of her actually going through and saying this last night on her show. So here she is. This is live newscast. This is a live newscast. It's a little quiet, Greg, if you want to pot it up a little. All right, so here she is. Green talking about her cannabis. Now, everything you heard is why I, the actual owner of the Alaska Cannabis Club, will be dedicating all of my energy toward fighting for freedom and fairness, which begins with legalizing marijuana here in Alaska. And as for this job, well, not that I have a choice, but fuck it. I quit. (laughs) So that's how she... Listen. All right, we apologize for that. We'll We'll be right back. Me, uh, pardon for us. Meanwhile, the vote yes on to campaign. Poor lady. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, so the Alaska chick really did say, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's being pointed out in the chat. Uh, so the station actually learned she ran the club and off camera told her to leave her organization or be fired. So she said, fuck it. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. That's Stand awesome. up for what you believe in. All right, just want to get that one out of the way. Next up. Now, this is funny because this story was from one of my hometowns. So of course, I grew up in the Navy, in a Navy family. And in the Navy. Do, 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 in the Navy. Wow, Greg. Do, 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 do. Well, one of the places that uh, my dad was stationed many, many years ago. Is on Whidbey Island, um, most specifically this place called Oak Harbor, Washington. And I found this story, and what's funny is that this story goes back to a far back enough time to where this was actually happening while I still lived there. Okay. And this is making national news, which is really odd. So Oak Harbor, okay. Washington, which is a tiny little shithole of a town uh, on Whidbey Island. Okay. Uh, a funeral home worker has been arrested in Oak Harbor, Washington, after police say that he has been pretending to be a retired police officer for two decades. For the past 20 years, this man at first was pretending to be a police officer and now is pretending to be a retired police officer after, of course, not being a police officer whatsoever, never graduating from an academy, doing absolutely nothing policey. He's been able to do this for 20 years? He's been doing this for telling, 20 years. What, telling everybody in town that he's a retired police officer? Or who's he telling this so to? So since 1994, he has been pretending to be a police officer in Oak Harbor. Is that when he moved there, or...? Uh, it doesn't say when he moved there. Let's let's go through the story and find okay, out what happened. All right. uh, so authorities became aware of this man. His name is Jim Bailey. Last month, after he tried to break up a dispute between a couple in a car uh, by identifying himself as a retired cop and telling the witnesses to call nine one one. Now, an investigation looking into it after the couple said, you know, hey, this guy was a retired police officer who called. They determined that he had been pretending to be an officer for more than twenty years. Now, this is a poli- uh, impersonating a police officer is a gross misdemeanor in Washington State. So, uh, of course, the head of the police department there said, we're very proud of what we do and the hard work we do, so finding someone who comes along and has pretended to be one of us for so long <laughs> is just upsetting. That is amazing he's gotten away with it this long, though. 20 years. All right, so I guess he was originally from Oak Harbor. Uh, so he spent a few years as an Oak Harbor Reserve officer in the late 1980s, but did not graduate from the police academy or become an officer. Okay. Ever. So he's just been pretending since 1994, driving around pretending and to be no a cop. And no one ever questioned him about this? Nope. So he's lived in Oak Harbor the entire time? It says so. 
Like at no point did and he like let me leave tell town you. and then like he could have said, oh, I was gone for 15 years. Yes, I was a police officer in some other town. It's a little bit no, bigger. I mean, I'm sure it's a lot bigger than what it was when I lived there because I lived there. It was a pretty small town. But I mean, it's small enough that you would probably know who was or was not in that, the police department. That's what I mean. Like, how would you not... Yeah, this is not a metropolis that we're talking about where it's like, oh, no, what precinct were you in? No, I was in the other precinct across town. We probably never ran into each other. Yeah, it's not a big place. All right, so Lucas in the chat is saying he didn't claim to be one, but he he did. That's what he... When he pulled him over, he said that he was a retired police officer, and he's been yeah. telling people that he was a police officer. A retired And then a retired officer. one, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I mean, Harbor on the... What is what has he been getting for this? I have no idea. Accolades or... Well, remember all the stories we have about people pretending to be police officers and they get, like, free meals. Yeah. The hotel says donuts. Yeah. Rental cars. Right. Burgers. Burgers. Yeah. Burger sounds really delicious, but I'm on Operation mm-hmm. Hot Fall, so I'm not having a burger. Mm-hmm. No, we're getting in shape for the listening we are. party. We sure are. November 14th. So there you have it. All right. Next up. Can I... Uh, maybe someday... I move away into the country, maybe that's when I could use my Larry Omtrock. My Larry Omtrock character and see what I get. You know, being Larry Amtrak, heir to the Amtrak fortune. Mm-hmm. Original pronunciation yeah, is Omtrock. Yeah, that's not a real person. We were a Dutch Dutch train barons. Really not uh, anyone's Omtrak. real last name. Omtrock is how it was originally pronounced, but then, you know, the Americans kind of bastardized it and called it Amtrak. Greg, I have a question for you. Yeah. Have you ever just needed a hug? Um, I don't know. Let's be honest, Greg. Have you ever just needed a hug? I'm just asking you. Have you ever just needed a hug? I don't know what to say to this. It's a yes or no question, Greg. And Mm. as a human being, everybody has needed a hug. Yeah. Well, Greg, if you're looking for a hug, but you can't find somebody to hug you. I knew this is just a setup for something that's going to make fun of me. So what what do we got here? No, if you're looking for a hug, but can't find someone, you know, near you to hug you. Now you can download an app. To try and find someone in your vicinity to give you a big old bear hug. Uh, no, uh-uh. nope, never mind. I don't like random hugs like that. No, nope, there's an app for that now if you nope. want to get a hug. So it calls nope. itself Cuddler. No. With no E. Uh, this no. new application. <laughs> it's not another dating site. Uh, it just hooks up strangers who like to meet up for some free, no strings attached, cuddling and hugging in public. No, absolutely not, actually. That creeps me out more than the apps that are like a hookup apps. Now, according to the app store, Cuddler... Again, no E. C-U-D-D-L-R. Why do, uh, why do how these things keep taking out the E's? Like Tumblr. I don't know. Cuddler. Eh, yeah, I don't know. All right. Uh, so Cuddler is a location-based social it's, meeting app for it, cuddling. It's like the new way of like how bands would change the C to a K, like corn and stuff like that. Find people near you who are up for a cuddle. Have a cuddle with them. No uh-uh. pressure. No, I'm not going to fucking cuddle you. Cuddler no. provides a welcome break from the hookup culture while still making it easy to meet people near you and establish and a physical connection. Plus, the term cuddling itself in that context is really fucking creepy. I don't know what it is. It's as creepy as saying moist to me. Like, it's there's something about it. A random stranger being like, I'd just like to cuddle with you. Like, no. No. Well, this free... And it's fine if that's what people are into, but I do not want this that. This free no. stranger hug app, uh, it's free, Greg. It's free. How about that? That's a little enticing. It takes the subscriber's local information, posts a photo, and lets the web do the rest to find your way to your special cuddle yeah, partner. Like, no, 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 no. Uh, so Cuddler just launched in August. Um, so there's still like a small amount of people who are participating, but of course, as time goes by, more and more people will be up for cuddling. 
Makes you like a little bit of a cuddle now. So you can you? also pick if you want a private or a public cuddle. <laughs> I'm into private cuddling. If you could please message me as soon as possible. So there is an FAQ page on Cuddler. No, there's just something inherently... I understand people need human touch and, and companionship and all that stuff. There's just something that's just... There's something creepy about this. I'm just going to put it out there. Well, Cuddler... Uh, I, I know we live in Portland where you got to be open to everything. There's something creepy about this. <laughs> well, Cuddler addresses on its uh, FAQ section about the concerns about the private cuddling sessions that you can yeah, try and find. Yeah. Uh, they say, for potential cuddlers, you can see how many successful and unsuccessful cuddles they've had in the past. So, Greg, they're ra- they're rated by how successful or unsuccessful their their cuddling was, and so therefore you can see Wait a minute. So trustworthy what's, one. What's successful cuddling? Do you go full on spoon or like do you lay down on there and like what are the limits here? What's a good cuddle? I don't know. I mean, I guess that comes up to the person who you cuddle, and then you see if they like it. I mean, are they these people like copping a feel or something, or how does it how does this work? All right, so it's just been posted in the chat. Uh, Jazz posted this Cuddler, an app for cuddling. So here's the the app. This is what the homepage says. Welcome to Cuddler. Okay. Cuddler lets you find people near you who are up for a cuddle. When you see someone who looks nice, send them a cuddle request. <laughs> when you get a request, you have 15 minutes to accept. When accepting, you can send one 140-character message saying something like, Let's meet in the park, or I'm wearing a green shirt. Let's meet behind the plaid pantry and cuddle. <laughs> that is so creepy. Uh, you know what? I kind of want to get on there and just put up really random weird places and just see if, if people show up to cuddle. Yeah, but no, I don't want to be there. Dude, to do I'm it, totally though. gonna mess with you. I'm gonna like find out where you're hanging out, and I'll be like, I'm wearing a black beanie and a gray sweatshirt. <laughs> no, come cuddle me. No, you better not do Hug that. Hug me from behind. No. God, surprise me! Don't say anything. <laughs> don't say anything. Just gently caress the my hair. The more I struggle, the harder you should cuddle me. <laughs> no. Uh, well, uh, Cuddler does say users with substantial proportions of reports uh, that aren't positive uh, will be banned for anyone who's using it improperly. Uh, in addition, a construction porta potty on the corner of Thirty Third. <laughs> in addition, Cuddler doesn't share your location unless you've indicated you actually do want to cuddle the person, and you can block anyone if you don't want them to see you on the app. I'm gonna, I'm gonna create one called Spooner. It's all about people who want a spoon. I don't know if anybody has that. People are making. But it has to be color. spooner. Yeah, that's like what no I mean. E. Spooner. Anyway, anybody have that? Greg, I don't know, but you know what? During a live show, probably oh, is shit. not the best time. Uh, never mind. Trademarked right here, Fun Employment Radio. Spooner for the person who's okay. just looking for a random spooning. <laughs> All right, and these last two stories, I call them Greg's soulmate number one and Greg's soulmate number two. And here we go. A 21-year-old woman has just paid 20,000 American dollars to surgically add a third breast in a desperate bid to become a reality television star. Yes, a woman had an additional third breast surgically attached in between her front two breasts to make her have three front breasts. I will say, I did... And like a scene out of Total Recall. <laughs> I did uh, happen to see the uh, post you put on my page mm-hmm. pointing this out, which thank you. You're so welcome. anyone going to my page now will see that that is one of the top posts on there, as though I asked you to do this. Well, I just wanted you to remember, or, you know, see um, it and just... 
as cool as the chick is in Total Recall, the original, the one with the three boobs, this is not something I would be interested in. Yeah, and her, she has like full on, like crazy it's cow eyes. Like they're looking all both different directions, and she looks insane. Crazy. All right, well, let me tell you a little bit about her before you before you jump to okay. conclusions. All right. All right. All right. So her name's ja- Her name's Jasmine. Jasmine Tri Devil. I'm sure that might have been changed with the tri-boob thing. Yeah, I was going to say, that's uh, okay. God, two boobs are pain enough. I wouldn't want three boobs. Jesus. Anyway, so Jasmine Tri-Devil is the new of this three-breasted woman. She's 21 years old. Uh, she was rejected by 50 doctors before she found a willing surgeon to perform the procedure, which most <laughs> doctors, should be all doctors, say violates ethical codes. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not like there's any original boob there, or she had an accident, or even like... Someone who's transgender, <laughs> there's still the original semblance of something yes. there. This is just a big skin bag. This is a she's, big skin bag she's putting between her, her she two attacked. boobs. Yeah, it's... No. All right, now I swear to God, this is how she's wording her reality show. So again, I hope you didn't miss the point the the when I said that she paid $20,000 to surgically add a third breast. Okay, you heard okay. that. I heard that. Now she has hired... This is the theme of her reality show, I swear to God. So she chose to get this third breast put mm-hmm. on. Now she has hired a camera crew to follow her around. Oh, where do you think she's from? Port St. Lucie? Not specifically, but she's from Florida. Florida. Yeah, okay. Florida. So she's from Tampa. Okay. Tampa, Florida. She has hired a camera crew to follow her around to document for her what she wants to be a reality TV show. Document her struggles she faces as a three-breasted woman. <laughs> Her struggles she faces as a three-breasted woman. Wow. Yes. That society has inflicted upon you. It has inflicted, you know, she did not pay $20,000, go to over 50 doctors. But that's. But this is her personal struggle now as a three-breasted woman. I'm going to have balls implanted on my neck and then complain about how the world <laughs> receives me. Now, Jasmine, a massage therapist who recently celebrated her 21st birthday. This is all working. Jasmine, massage therapist, Florida three boobs, they all go together, uh, who recently celebrated her 21st birthday, said she, uh, her mother and sister will no longer talk to her, and they ran out of the room in disgust when she showed them her third breast. Look at them. Uh, however, her father her said... struggle she that said, she's going through. It's like Jameis Winston's adversity after he was a jackass. Well, uh, Jasmine, who's, she said their father's okay with it. I mean, he wasn't happy, but he's uh, he has accepted her third breast, which is makes it even creepier. Uh, however... Jasmine Tridevil insists she has no regrets as she prepares to send pilot episodes of her self-produced reality show titled Jasmine's Jugs. (laughs) She's sending it off to MTV and hoping of becoming the new biggest reality star on MTV (laughs) with her three breasts. Who is the doctor that seriously did this? I don't know. I'm sure he's going to be he's probably going to be featured in her reality show. Uh, she said her biggest dream in life is to get her reality show, again, Jasmine's Jugs, on MTV. She's taking all of the money that she has. If it doesn't work, she's through. Now, despite the scheduling interviews, creating a fan page, and hiring a film crew, Jasmine Tridevil insists she did not undergo the surgery to become famous. <laughs> okay. This is this is all kinds of crazy. This, this is, exactly is a lot of levels. Said. It's a lot of layers. Uh, she said, uh, I got... My third breast because I wanted to make myself unattractive to men and I don't want to date anymore. Wait, okay. 
She got them to be unattractive to men. So men, she thinks men will not find I her attractive. I got it because I wanted to make myself unattractive to men because I don't want to date anymore. But yet she's posing with all these pictures of herself in like these weird bikini tops that are custom made for her three boobs. Mm-hmm. And she wants cameras to be shown on. And she wants her. it to be called Jasmine's Jugs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of levels here. Sometimes being a woman is embarrassing. Hey, we get our public masturbators, you get the three-boobed woman, so it all works <laughs> the out. The three-boobed woman and this is soulmate number two for Greg Nibbler. So yeah, well, yeah, wait, let's let's take that part out of it. All right, so let's go Jasmine, uh, Jasmine Tri-Devil. It's the first one. Second one, let me tell you about a little woman named Victoria Wilde, Greg. Uh-oh. Now, Victoria Wilde has had many dreams in life. Now, of course, she was a successful, well, she says that she's a successful model. But now Victoria Wilde doesn't want to just stop at being a model. Victoria Wilde is aspiring... To be a real-life sex doll. Yes, Greg. Okay. To that end, Victoria Wilde, 30 years young, has spent the last... You mean a woman. She's aspiring to be a woman? She wants to look like a real-life sex doll. I mean, a sex doll is made to be... Simulate... Did you really just say, are are we also penis homes, Greg? (laughs) No, I'm saying from her standpoint... Did you just say... I said she wants to be a real-life sex doll, and you just said you mean she wants to be a woman? No, Okay, the reference, the way that you're taking this is out of context. What I'm saying is she wants to be a real-life sex doll. A sex doll is a fake thing designed to look like a woman. Ergo, if it were in real life, it would be a woman. But I mean, it's... it's the ah! I am not saying women are sex dolls. She's saying she wants to be a real-life sex doll. To that end, Victoria Wilde has been spending the last five years getting surgical enhancements on her lips, hips, and all points in between to make herself into a sex doll slash, I guess, apparent just normal woman with huge boobs. Now, it's been a dream of her since she was growing up in a small village in Latvia. Victoria Wilde was like like the anime type things or something. Is this what it is? Greg. I don't know what kind of women you see in life if you think that normal women look like sex dolls. No, I'm not saying normal women look like sex but dolls. But you, you should know what a sex doll looks like. I don't have a sex doll. I don't know these things. Yeah, but you live in America. You know what a sex doll looks like. I mean, I guess. Big plastic boobs, big, just... big puffy mouth. All right, I don't know. I guess I... Uh, maybe I don't. Yeah, she's creepy as hell. Yeah. Well, Victoria Wilde talks about her past. Why would you, wait, wait a minute? What? That's what the that's what men buy with the sex dolls. Like they they look like that. I don't know, Greg. I'm assuming that's what the sex doll looks like. It has the big, open, like puffy mouth and the big old boobies. Oh yeah, that's right. Anyway, Victoria Wilde tells her story. She said, "I have a very no- I had a n- very normal childhood, living in a small village in the countryside. I was slim and blonde, and people would." Call me Barbie. I hated my small A-cup boobs. I didn't like them or the way I looked. I had an inferiority complex. I didn't know about plastic surgery at that age, but always dream about resembling a sexy bimbo doll with huge breasts (laughs) and insanely big lips. Now, I loved the way the bimbo dolls looked and how sexy they were. They're so bright and bold. This was the fantasy in my head. Is Is a bimbo, is that a brand? Greg, I don't think it's a brand, but then again, I didn't grow up in a small village in Latvia, and I don't know what their bimbo dolls look like, okay? Okay, all right. 
Bimbo is a word that's not around much anymore. That's that. I, I like that. I like the word bimbo bad. too. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, so fantasy started to quickly become a reality for Victoria Wilde when she was 25 years old and met her boyfriend, an Italian businessman named Simon, who's probably like 85 years old. Probably. Uh, now he encouraged her dream of becoming a real life sex doll and helped her fund fifty thousand dollars worth of cosmetic surgery. Now, with his help, along with money that Victoria Wilde earned modeling, she's been able to afford permanent lip implants, Botox, butt implants, a nose job, and three rounds of butt, of bus surgery to increase her breast size, breast size to 32 Gs. God. Wow. Uh, Victoria Wilde, who now lives in Cannes, France, is wild. <laughs> Play on words, you silly Daily Mail. Uh, she's now wild about the way she looks, and so is Simon, her creepy old Italian boyfriend oh, with yeah, saggy balls. You know he's the creepiest. Totally creepy. He's the creepiest. He's totally creepy. He wears ascots. Is that a sign of creepiness? No, but I could see him, old, shriveled Italian dude wearing an ascot, being mm-hmm. like, Bremer sucks doll. Yes. Again. Uh, do it again. Do it again. Uh, Victoria Wilde goes on to say, Simon loves my sex doll look. I'm a bombshell now. People look <laughs> at me. I'm a fucking bombshell. I'm a motherfucking bombshell. Uh, she says, people look at me in the street and men just absolutely adore me. Simon's so proud of the attention I get. I get more glamour model work because of how I look, too. I love being more famous for being a sex doll. Dreams do come true, everybody. You too find yourself an old saggy bald Italian man named Simon, and he too can turn you into the sexy, sexy sex doll inside of you. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. Wow. We have learned a lot. I feel like we have. I feel like I'm. I'm I feel good. I feel well rested. I feel like I'm firing on all cylinders today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I'm still recovering a little bit from from my. Uh, from everything that I did this weekend. Yeah, but. you look kind of broken. Yeah, well, I mean, I was up in the middle of the woods. I know. You know, in the middle of nowhere, doing what men do, which is... Eat hot dogs and get drunk? Yeah, um, yeah. I went swimming, too, kind of. Water was cold, though. So, a little bit. Well, Greg, I wanted to ask you something. Did you see any mountain creatures when you were out camping? Did you see any... I, you know, I, you know I need to know. Did you... Did you see a Sasquatch? Well, let's get down to this. Of course, we all know the Northwest is home to the Sasquatches. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, where they're, while we have a high population here, they are in other places. Um, you know, local lore calls them the Bigfoot as well. And the territory I was in is actually known to have Sasquatch sightings. Now, we didn't exactly see one. But I'm pretty sure that was that there was one maybe across the river from us, across sure. the creek, just around the river bend. Well, because we heard noises. You know, yes, it was bear season. Yes, it could have been a bear. Yes, it could have been an elk. Probably it was a Sasquatch, though. There was some kind of animal over there. And so I'm pretty sure it was a Squatch. By the sound of the rocks, it sounded like maybe it was, was it doing like Was it doing the sounds? Um, I didn't explicitly hear the pounding of the sticks on the, on the uh, trees. But I feel safe to say that, yeah, I was in the vicinity of one. Okay, Greg. Well, yeah, it I smelled have- bad up there. Well, I'm sure it was just you guys, yeah, but I have, be. I don't mean to take it away from you, but I know how exhausted you are, so I wanted to do some extra work today, so I found you. Squatch Watch. Squatch Watch! If you would have found one, this would have been more exciting, but you didn't, so I have to take the reins for today. I would have taken a picture of it with my Metro PCS phone. Watch! 
Well, Greg, I must let you know you were camping in the wrong area this weekend because there was a Bigfoot sighting in Washington State. What? But not where you were camping. What do you mean? Greg, but it's not just any Bigfoot. A dwarf Bigfoot was what? spotted this past weekend. Good God. Where was That's this? That's what it says. Dwarf How do I not Bigfoot. Know about this? Greg, let me read you this headline. Let me read you this headline. I know it's from one of your news sources that you go to, the Cryptozoologist Report. Yes. What are you doing on that site? That's my site. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It just kind of popped up. Greg, I do need to tell you this headline reads, Dwarf Bigfoot with predator-like cloaking ability was caught on camera this past weekend in Washington State. On camera? On camera. What do you mean predator-like cloaking ability? Three people say they encountered two dwarf Bigfoot creatures in the woods of Washington State. Where? This past weekend. Uh, Barbara Shoup, an independent researcher dedicated to Bigfooting with her dog named Gabby, around the area of Mount Rainier. All right, yeah, that's a little north of where we were. Said we, that she we and that some far. of her big, fellow Bigfooting members uh, were on a tour of their favorite tree structures when they came upon the beasts. Wait, on their tour of favorite tree structures? What, they like to go around trees? while they're Bigfooting and look at the trees where the Bigfoot might be hiding. Okay. Now, uh, Shoop, Barbara Shoop, was with her friend Claudia. She said, Claudia and I saw a black creature pop up and run. Now, the animal was described as having a domed head and no neck. It had muscular shoulders and moved extremely, extremely fast. Uh, so was the it bipedal? The, <laughs> it was bipedal. Uh, the encounter was reportedly caught on camera, but when they reviewed the footage, all they could see was a translucent anomaly in place of the reported dwarf Bigfoot. Wait a minute. Where's this picture? All right. Said, I knew the camera was on and aimed in the general direction of where the creature first appeared. The problem is what was captured on camera is not what we saw. Now, Barbara Shoup goes on to say the 40-second video shows a group of people walking in the woods as they talk to each other. A surprise Shoup is recorded on the video as saying, What the heck is that? Do you see that? Something black and close to the ground just took off. It was small and it was black. But when they see through the lenses, a translucent shape appears, similar to the alien from the movie Predator, moving through the vegetation and away from the camera. Now, they all think that it was a dwarf-cloaked Bigfoot that hmm. was running around rampant in those parts. Huh. Okay, somebody just posted a picture here in the chat. I don't know if this is from the video. This is a live chat, of course, at radio.com slash live. No, um, it was bipedal. It was small, black, climbing down the tree all the way under the ground where it started running away. So they said it was a foot to two feet tall. It had no tail, but it looked kind of like a monkey. Yeah, but there's no picture of it. No, because of its cloaking advice. I mean, that does make sense. If it's cloaking itself, yeah. That would like be it's dead. alien cloaking advice. I mean, yeah, I mean, device. if it's cloaking, that's to- that's totally what mm-hmm. it would look like. So maybe, like. Greg, I thought that maybe you'd like this because that would make an excuse as to why Bigfoot's never been. I'm I'm interested. I would like to learn more about this woman and her dog, Gabby. Well, you should probably learn about Bigfooting, too, because that's what they were out doing. No, I thought they were out looking at tree structures. What, what do they, they just were out looking Bigfooting. At weird, weird trees? Like trees that formed weird or something? Is that what tree structuring is? I'm still hooked up on that. No, they were out bigfooting looking at tree structures. Hmm. That's what they like to do. Hmm. So I'm just saying you need a little more commitment to the cause if you're going to get to see a two-foot-tall bipedal dwarf Bigfoot with a cloaking device. All right. Work harder, Greg. All right. I'll, I'll do better. I do think there's a sponge in these woods. Add that in. Anybody that was walking by our studio would just hear me yelling squatch. Yeah, we all sound kind of crazy. I can't hear the rest of the audio. Um, All right. I'm going to look this up. I'm going to see a little more information on this. 
A dwarf Bigfoot? Seriously? That's cloaking itself. Well, that's a possibility. I mean, think you have me at dwarf Bigfoot. <laughs> Royal is pointing out, you cannot turn Bigfoot into a verb. <laughs> it's Bigfooting. <laughs> squatching. That's what you always say. You've gone squatching. Yep. Gone squatching. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are awesome, and we want to see you in person on November 14th. So get your tickets now. We're working now. really hard to look good for it, too. Seriously, we're working hard to look good. We've got a lot of stuff lined up that uh, we haven't even announced everything yet, and we want to see you guys there. If you're listening to this show, it means uh, it means you're getting something out of it. And even if you like are just a podcast listener, which is awesome, yeah, if just you were casual. just like, hey, you know, can't really afford to subscribe or you know whatever, right? Just if you want to just put your money toward going to the listener party, that is that is the way that you could help us. Right, that is absolutely mm-hmm. it. Buy a ticket, uh, funemploymentradio.com. Just click on the link right there, and because we want we want to pack this place and we want to see all you guys because we want to hang out with you, and it's all like minded people. You know, it's fun. It's we're all there to have a good time. It's going to be awesome. And uh, we are very, very excited. Funemploymentradio.com. Get your tickets now. Um, All right. You guys, uh, I think, yeah, I think we've done enough damage. Yeah, and we have a brand new drive time at the drive-in today. Yes, there Mm -hmm. is. Brand new drive time at the drive-in up at 5.30 p.m. right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. So don't forget to tune in for that. Awesome. Very well, everyone. Happy squatching. No, I shouldn't say that. Wow. I think Greg fried his brain this weekend. I'm really Could sure. Could be. I need a little more recovery. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Dot com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.